So we're holding by Malach Malif, where Perakyud Pasach Avav, the Shiwa started as a Schusili Nishmas, Yeheskal Shraga ben Avram Yehuda, Shosbi as Schusili Nishmas, Bechil Machabanasher, Moshe ben Daniel, Chemel Ezben Shimshanari, and Esther Tzirul Basi Cheskel, as well as a Schus for Fushlema, Chaim Moshe Shua ben Malka, Tinak ben Chaya, and Chaim Dov ben Minarachel. So we continued last time learning about the prosperity, the affluence, the wealth of Shlema Melech. And Pasach Avav now continues with further descriptions of Shleimai's um, affluence. Pasach Avav, Ayesav Shleimai, Shleimai was able to amass Rechavu Parashim, chariots, and horsemen, Vahilai Elef Yabameas Rechav. He had 1,400 chariots, Ushneim Aser Elef Parashim, and he had 12,000 riders. Vayanchem Ba'are Harechev, he kept them, he maintained them in special cities, chariot cities, as well as Vimamelech Bishalayim, he also kept some of them or left some of them with the king in Yerushalayim. Now, it's interesting, is Rashi actually had a different girsa on this pasuk. Rashi's girsa was not 1,400 rechev, but rather 1,700 rechev. And so Rashi asks, how come there's a contradiction between our pasuk, again, his girsa, his version, but which uh, Rashi's girsa that said 1,700 and, and Divrei Yamim, which says 1,400. So Rashi explains that our pasuk, which divides up the chariots between the Arei HaRechev and Yerushalayim, Rashi says there were 1,400 chariots in the Arei HaRechev and 300 in Yerushalayim, and that's how he makes sense of the difference between the 1,700 that he had in his Girsah and the 1,400 mentioned in Divrei Yamim. Again, even with us not having that Girsah of Rashi, we could still say a similar pshat in terms of the breakdown of the numbers. The Marikara, who was friendly with Rashi and frequented Rashi many times, seems to also have the same kasha based on the same girsa that he had available to him in France as well. So let's go to Pasuch of Zion. Vayiten HaMelech HaSakesef BiYerushalayim Kavanim. Shloimoi made silver so common in Yerushalayim that it became as worthless as stones. These HaRazim and the cedar trees that he was able to finance and make abundant in the land became Nasan Kedshikmim HaSheb Shvela L'Rayv became so abundant as sycamores in lowlands. So he was able to populate Eretz Yisrael with Arazim. Again, all um, expressions of Shleimah's prosperity and Shleimah's wealth. I did mention last time from the Gemara in Sanhedrin that talks about the stira, about uh, um, the Pasuk here saying that silver at least had a value as stones, whereas previously it said that it was Ma'uma, it was completely worthless, not even worth using as stones. So the Gemara explained that the earlier Pesukim were talking before he married Bas Paroi, and the Pesukim over here are talking after he married Bas Paroi, in that he was punished, that his wealth decreased a little bit to the point where silver retained or, or regained some of its pre-existing value, at least up to the point of being worth stones, the, the same as stones. The Marsha gives a different explanation to the Gemara. The Marsha, the Marsha explains that before Shloimai's marriage, he was exclusively focused and dedicated to pursuing knowledge. So gold and silver were meaningless to him. Silver, it came out, had no value because it was worthless to him in terms of what he was looking for. But after the marriage, so Shleimah's Madrega decreased and he was somewhat focused on Gashmias and somewhat focused more, again, on his level, on the physical world. And so he began to attach some minimal but some, some significance to money, and therefore silver became a little bit more value in his eyes. So Zakta Marsha, the Pasuk is not telling you what happened to the currency in the marketplace, it's telling you what the value was as perceived by Shlema himself. 
In a similar vein, but slightly different, the Mishpat Zayzav explains that when Shleimai was totally engrossed in Taira, so it fully nullified his Yetzirah, and the pull of money meant nothing to him. There was no Taiva for him to, to, to give any value to money. However, after marrying Basparai, he was no longer fully engrossed in Taira, and therefore he didn't have the same strength to nullify his Yetzirah, and Mimela the value of money became something more important to him, more chashev to him, based on the pull of the Yetzirah. The Marikara gives a different explanation. This is based on the Yerushalmi and Sanhedrin, that what does it mean, it means that Shloimai, instead of making the steps of his house out of stones, he made them out of huge silver blocks. It literally means that Shloimai treated silver and Yerushalayim as if they were stones. However, the Radak learns differently in the Radak says that it's a derech guzma, it's just an exaggeration, it doesn't literally mean that Shleimai treated them like stones, but rather the point is that there was such an abundance of silver in Yerushalayim that it became as commonly available, again, as, and, and therefore worth less in people's eyes, as stones. Now the Malbim argues on a shot from the Divrei Shol I said last time. If you recall, last time I said that the Divrei Shol said what was unique about Shleimai and the fact that people would be mevakshim, that uh, people sought out an audience with Shleimai, that so he said that the difference between Shleimai and other kings of the world and kings throughout history is that Shleimai did not need to use force to get people to be on his side, but rather there was just an appreciation and a, a genuine love for Shleimai that people sought an audience with him. So as I said, the Malbim learns differently, and the Malbim says that's what Pasuk Havav is coming to tell you, that besides the fact that the king served Shleimai Meyava because of his Chachma, they also served him Meyira at the same time, because he had this large force, this large, uh, um, this large cavalry force, and chariots and horsemen available for battle, that that also intimidated at the same time that they had a respect for Shleimai and a love for Shleimai, there also was some intimidation factor based on Shleimai's capabilities to wage war. The Malbim also explains the unusual Lashon at the end of Pasuk of Zion that says that Arazim, that cedars were made as common as sycamores in the lowlands. So the Malbim explains that the Pasuk is telling you besides the wealth that Shleimai was able to amass, but since there were these foreign nations and basically there was a large contingent of tourists and a tourism trade, so people in Yerushalayim became wealthy as well. Because when you have tourists, tourists need provisions, they spend money, they buy gifts. So all of the people in Yerushalayim, all the people, the merchants, the people in the marketplace, the stores, the shop owners, they all became wealthy. Each one had a a minimal wealth that they, or, or a mini... Um, a mini fortune that they amassed as well as a result of these visitors to the point where everyone had their own base arazim, their own nursery of cedar trees, which were obviously very valuable and were, were um, uh, gave them a, a very large, uh, um, gave them a, a strong net worth and a strong balance sheet. And so therefore, the, these base arazim, these nurseries grew to the point where they were as common as a regular sycamore tree that would grow in the street, people were able to buy and ma- maintain these valuable arazim in their, in, their, in their own backyards.